Blog Talk Radio. in your time zone. Welcome to another edition of In the Author's Corner with ATN. I'm ATN Gibbs, your host, <laughs> sitting with you in downtown Charlotte, Mali, St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands. It's going to be evening time for us, but nevertheless, we're on the air with our special guest. We're talking with Sid A.K. Stevens. Now, she's an author of a book with a, with a funny name, funny to me. Because it caught my attention now, I was cracking up. It's called Own Your Stupidity. Now, we'll talk more about that in a few minutes. So let's go ahead and meet Sid, our guest. Good evening, Sid. Good evening. Hi, how are you this evening? I'm fine. How are you? Fine, thank you. Fine, thank you. I'm excited to have you here with us. This is wonderful. Wow. Well, great. I'm excited Tell our to audience be here. a little bit about your background, please. I didn't hear you. What is your background, please? Would you share that with our audience? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What did you say? Yeah, can you share your background with our audience, please? Oh, yes. Um, I am a fired African-American female self-published author, and I uh, watched the examples of Steve Harvey and Ayanna Van Zack and Ray Charles and Wendy Williams. These are the people that I dedicated my book to, and I have an amazing grandmother and a brother who was a humanitarian that touched my life. Wow. Uh, That's great. I wanted the opportunity to share my story with others and encourage them sure. through my experience. I'm a father with I guess daughter. I was about to say, so you, had, you had a grandmother as a role model, and now you are a role model to others. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, well, you're trying. You're here on the show. Obviously, you're making an impact made an impression on me, and I asked you, invited you to be here, and boom, here you are. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> well, today we're going to talk about being an author because most of our audience are either novice authors or aspiring to become an author. So let's talk to you about when did you realize you wanted to become an author? When did you start writing? I started writing at a very young age, about eight years old. And um, I always used to take the time out in school to uh, write, and teachers would make an assignment, and I would always write more than what I was required to write. So I've always knew that I enjoyed writing, and I always kept a journal. So it was something that I knew that one day it would make a difference to me. I just didn't know when. 
Wow. So what did you put in your journal if I could ask you that without being too inquisitive or if you have confidential material, please, I'll respect No, that. it was just, so what did you put it was in your just day-to-day activities. Uh, we had a teacher who just wanted us to just write in general how our day went and the things that happen in school, things that happen at home, and kind of just and at times uh, a teacher would randomly pick someone's journal and read it out loud to the class. So we had to really step up our game and make sure we were (laughs) embarrassed by telling our story. Yeah. And then when I went now to high school, when I went to high school, I also had a teacher who was very strict, and he made sure uh-huh. that we wrote papers that met his approval and his standards. So we had to do a lot of research and reach out uh-huh. to the class and wow. have a positive message for the class. I see. Now, the book that you have out now, is this your first book? Yes, it's my first book. It's my first wow. book. Wow. I was chuckling a while ago when I said the title of it. The title is Own Your Stupidity? Now, tell us about the story behind that title, please. You said, tell you, I didn't hear you, ATM. Tell us a story. Behind the oh. title, Own Your Stupidity. Oh, okay. Um, my book is basically about my life and how um, how people were constantly offending me. And I just got tired of people stepping on my toes and me um. having the advice from my grandmother telling me to turn the other cheek. There comes a point in your life where you turn the other cheek, but you still hurt. And there were people that hurt me essentially, and I had to address them in a way that was respectful, but I had to also move on. And it wasn't until I lost my child to sis I learned how to let my frustration go and really accept that people are not going to change. Wow, wow, wow. So you lost your child to sit. Wow. Sorry to hear that. But at the same time, I have to ask this question. Is that why you're using the pen name? Yes, that's part. I see, I see. Okay. I could understand and respect that. Okay, I won't go any further with that. But nevertheless, let's continue. You said you went through the pain, you went through the hurt. What did that teach you? What did you get from that? I mean, what came out of that? I've learned that life is short and... Mm-hmm. No matter what I did, people was going to move on. 
and I have to accept yes. that I may never get the proper apology that I deserve. How mm-hmm. do I face people? Am I going to constantly be upset all the time, or am I just going to sit yes. and expect people to give me an apology? It may never happen. So I had to own it mm-hmm. and accept that people are, are going to be who they are, and I have to change my interaction with them. There you go. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So going through the hurt, the pain, the suffering that you went through as a result of having lost a child, you found yourself having to make some adjustments. And that is the adjustment was one of the most positive things you could have done. You wrote about it. Now, what was the purpose of writing your book? Well, excuse me. My book at first was to let go of the pain that I was feeling about my my son. But mm. then I had to realize that there were other people out there who were hurting for one reason or another. And I wanted to reach out yes. to them. So I personalized my my book to talk about the hurt that I was feeling. I'm a fatherless daughter. Yeah. I had my heart broken by my first boyfriend, and that was a rough time. Oh. And then I had many other people who just was not kind to me. And I felt oh, oh, my oh. breaking point where I just needed to uh, adjust. So when I lost my son later on in life, I held a grudge towards all those people, and I had to learn yeah, I that, that I couldn't be yeah. angry for the rest of my life, and I had to get over it yeah. and move on. And it was better for me well, and not just for them. Yeah. It was well wow. um, for me. Wow. Well, I know that the grieving process is the end result of having experienced pain, the pain of a loss of a loved one, the pain of injury, the pain of of unexpected situations in life, crises in life. But pain has a way of teaching us some lessons. And whether we call it pain or we call it uh, hurt, the lesson that teaches causes us to take action one way or another. Our action could be inaction where we do nothing, we become depressed, we want to sleep, or we want to eat. Some people that. Some people want to go out and say, the heck with this, I'll just go run around and pick up all the men and women I can find. I just for health or shelter. I mean, there's all different ways we will respond. But I find basically that you're doing pain could be turned into a learning tool. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. That's exactly what I, Okay, thank you. It's That's about, exactly what I saw you It's about growth. Do. Yeah. Well, let me, let me put it into the term of an acronym. 
I like to use acronyms because they're fun to, to make up, but they're easy to remember a message. If you look at the word pain, P-A-I-N, <clears throat> each of those letters could be put into one of four steps that we go through. When we have pain, that's our body telling us somewhere in our body needs our attention, whether that pain be a toothache, a tummy ache, or pain in our shoulder, pain in our muscles, or even if it's emotional pain, we will say it's in our heart. Thank goodness, no, it's not in our heart, but it's in our head. It's where our emotions are. But that pain causes us to take some kind of action, does it not? And that's what happened in your case. You took action. The third step would be you didn't just go willy-nilly going, going around with your eyes shut and bumping into things. You became determined to find a way to turn your actions into positive action. I've heard you say that several times. And then finally, the N stands for navigation or navigate to the goals or your desired outcome. So you said to yourself, you know what? I can't continue like this anymore. Let me see what I could do. And you have done something. Now, I'm talking about one thing, but I'm sure there's many, many more. You wrote a book. Now you're speaking about your book. Not just your book, but experiences that you went through and you put into your book. I'm sure you're going to be getting requests from churches and organizations to come and speak and share your testimony. Is that happening? Not quite. Not there yet. (laughs) I will guarantee it will come. It will come. It will come in time. And that's why people come on talk shows like this, so they can share their testimony. Now, let's take the same thing that we just talked about and turn it into the H-U-R-T. It's the same thing as pain. Pain and hurt are the same thing. When we experience pain, we become hindered. We are held back. Held back. We know what we want to do. We know where we wanted to go. But when the pain hits us, it's like when you get a pump in your chest, what do you do? The first thing you do, you hold your chest. The next thing you do is take a deep breath or try to catch the wind. Again, there you go, some activity. Uh, you're unprepared for the activity, but nevertheless, your body will kick in and let you take a deep breath. Or you put your hand to your chest or your hand over your mouth. Whatever it is we do, we do subconsciously. That subconscious response is the third step. We take a response. And then when we get ourselves together, it may take a long time. It may take a short time. It varies from person to person. Then we have a target in mind that we want to achieve. Now, sometimes that target, like I said earlier, could be a negative target or it could be a positive target. And in your case, you chose a positive tar- target. Now, let me ask you this question. Why is it or how did you come about coming up with a positive target when it was so easy to sit there and wallow in the mud over and over have a pity party by yourself for yourself I just have to think about the people that I had in mind that I wanted to help I was thinking about the younger generation and how I can give back and give comfort to them and make a difference and when I thought about that uh-huh. And I 
thought about women who have may not have lost a child to SIDS, but might, might have lost a child. I thought about yeah. it, and I thought it was worth being told. It was important to yes. me to encourage other people. And yes. I had to set aside my own feelings and get over the hump of the embarrassment and just go ahead yes. and do what I knew what would be better for everyone else. Now, you don't have to get over the pain, but you chose to get over the pain. And that's the difference between a successful person and a person who wallows in the mud. Yes, when the pain hits us, it hurts. It hurts so much that we can stand. All we want to do is lie down, lie down, lie down. We become motionless. We become immobile. We don't want to get up and do anything. But it's when we get up and start doing something, we start taking action, we start achieving our goal. So in your case, you decided to move forward, and you turn out to become an author and soon to be a speaker, as you are doing right now. So before we go any further, let's explain what SIDS is to our audience who may not be aware of that. And then secondly, we'll ask you about your family. Do you have other children? Okay. Uh, SIDS is uh, my pen name, and I wanted to use the pen name because it's a dedication to all the people that were dear to me. Wow. Interesting. combination of yes. the important people in my life. And yeah. it's because I've lost a child, but there are other names yes. that are combined that um, tribute yeah. to uh, the whole name that I developed. And I wanted the opportunity mm-hmm. to share my story and encourage people through my experience. Yeah. It was difficult, but I've been enduring it. I share how I overcome my distress and how yeah. I'm able to move forward despite having disappointment from people that I trusted and believed sure. in. Yeah. Well, I must tell you, if you haven't noticed it yet, I'm your number one fan because ever since we met, I've been more and more impressed with you in the role as a role model. You are showing people, not by words, but by your actions, how you could turn, how you have turned your life around and moving forward. Now, nobody says it's going to be easy, and you yourself admitted it's not quite easy. You're not a speaker yet. But you're getting there. You're getting there. You and I didn't know each other a couple of weeks back. But because of the action you took, I've gotten to know you. And here you are now on your second interview with me, which is amazing. Does that confirm that you are a role model? Well, I just want to be able to help people. I don't know if I'm a role model. Yes. Anybody. Well, that's what I want to <laughs> that's, uh, what, that's what role models do. They help people. Whether they know it or not, you are a role model. Believe you me. Well, before we, wrap, before we run out of time, let's tell the audience about um, 
that fantastic story you put into your book, Own Your Stupidity. First, tell them how you came up with that title, and then share with the audience where they can get a copy of your book. First, the title, please. Well, the title is Own Your Stupidity by Sis I. Kai Stevens. And I came up with the title because one of my good friends, she had nicknamed me No Filter. I knew that that title had to be unique because it would be catchy. She called uh-huh. me No Filter because I was always directing up front, and that's the approach I wanted to do with the book. Yes. And it's, it means to take ownership, and it's not meant to be in a negative way, but just to accept the mistakes that you made. And because yes. we are all imperfect, there ain't no shame in admitting that many people have their pride at times, but there are times where we have to put people on blast for not taking ownership. And that's why yes. I came up with the title. Wow. Quite catchy. You caught my attention. And you even got to meet cracking up with all your stupidity. <laughs> I mean, it's catchy. It really is. So, again, Thank let me you. ask you this question. Did anyone coax you, encourage you to, to write your book, to to monitor you while you were writing your book, or did you do all that on your own? I did it all on my own. I had someone encourage me yeah. that I could do it. And I was thankful for you have the, all- the people that were able to say, hey, listen, you are capable of writing this book. You could do it. And it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. So you see, every question I've asked you about how you've gotten to where you are, you have convinced me more and more how you are a role model. Now, you could have sat down, laid down, stayed down, but you chose not to. Yes, you went through it. Yes, you were knocked down. Yes, you'd lay down for a while. But you got to the point where you said, you know, enough is enough. Let me stand back up on my own two feet, part one. And part two, let me help others in my process of growing. And that's what you're doing. You're growing again. And I can't say anything else, but role model. That's what the title they come up with. What you're doing. <laughs> role model is like a plant growing. If the plant is growing and it's looking good and get excited about it, and eventually that plant will bear fruit if it's a fruit plant. But nevertheless, that's what you're doing. Wow, I'm impressed. I'm your number one role. No, I'm not your role model. I'm your number one fan. Keep that in mind. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> I'm proclaiming that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now let's go into the second question. Where can people get a copy of your book? People can get a copy of my book on... Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com, and also my personal website, OnYourStupidity.com. And there's Walmart.com, everything available online. And they can also come to my book readings. I have a book reading coming up in Charlotte, North Carolina doing C-I-R-R-A week, and also another book reading 
and Clinton Hill, Brooklyn, five spots. So anybody in the world is welcome to come. That will be the 25th at uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, and the 4th is five spots in Brooklyn. And I also like to add that uh, Only Mm -hmm. Pity has been picked up for a short film. So it's in production right now. And by the end of the year, we will be doing the movie on stupidity. Wow. Wow. And we connected. We connected. Yes, we connected LLC has picked it up, and I'm just proud to get it on sale. Yep. You should be. Yes, yes, yes. Fantastic. Oh, my goodness. It's fantastic. You're moving ahead. Well, my goodness. Any new author or wannabe author, listen carefully because this lady has told you already some of the steps, some of the disciplines she's put into place when he was the decision to become an author. Uh, you're getting ready to wrap things up right now. Sid, could you tell our audience, particularly the future authors, what about the discipline of writing? What did it take you to discipline yourself to write? In some cases, some authors decide to will sit down and write until they finish a chapter. Some will decide until they finish an hour or whatever it is. What works for you? Well, I'm not a traditional author. I didn't go to school for journalism. Okay. So I would tell people, everybody's capable of being an author. For me, yes. it was my story. And I would tell people, yes. just to jot down a few things every day or every opportunity you can get. It doesn't have to take much to write a book. People think of long-term books, why not start with a short story and take short notes? Yes. And you can always build fantastic. on That's well, all. Being inspired. And you can work from that. So what I tell people right. is take it a little bit at a time and you can always advance. Yeah. It's so much easier today with a computer and self-publishing companies. And is yours self-published? I'm self-published, yes. So I say how easy it is to the audience. It's very easy to become self-published. But you've got to discipline yourself. You've got to put your thoughts together and write and write and write. It's not a whole lot to do, but you need to discipline yourself. Well, as we get ready to wrap up, any Closing thoughts you have, you'd like to share? Well, I just want to let everybody know. I once again want to thank everyone for their support. And also, Good. just keep an eye out for me and support the book. Um, the book has been doing well with reviews and everything. I still need people yes, to go yes. out and get the book. So. I uh, want people to know 
what the purpose of the purpose is to reach out to people and let them know that when they make mistakes, it's never too late to turn it around and we can all So I made some mistakes myself and I want people to know that that they can change. You're running out of time. We have about a minute left. Just wrap things up now. Tell me where can they get copies of your book? Please. I didn't hear you. Since we're out of time, we're almost out of time. We have about 50 seconds left. Where can your book be available? In 30 seconds or less. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Expedis, OnlyStupidity.com, and Walmart.com. And at my book, OnlyStupidity.com. Fantastic. Well, we just thank you so much for having me. Thank you for taking Yes, you're welcome. You're more than welcome. We're happy to have you here. We thank you for being here with us. Ensure, keep in mind that we are your number one backer. Anytime we can be of help to you, let us know. Thanks again. Have a pleasant evening. And we are certainly looking forward to seeing you in each You take care now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.